7-Minute Mentor. Build your business in just 7 minutes per day. Brought to you by Excellence Expected, where entrepreneurs come to excel. Hey, 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 welcome to episode 66 of the 7-Minute Mentor with me, Mr. Mark Asquith. Now, I must apologize, I think I've got a little bit of a cold coming. Oh man, the dreaded man flu has cursed me once more, but... If you can bear with me just sounding a little bunged up, then I'll do my best and uh, just apologise once more. So thank you for sticking with me through our episode 66 of the 7 Minute Mentor. Now, on episode 66, I'm going to talk about how you might know or what are the telltale signs or what can you look for to figure out if you're cut out to be an entrepreneur. But listen, the answer to that is not as black and white as you may think. So the answer might surprise you. The answer might surprise you. And I'll dig into that in just one second. Now, before I do that, just a quick reminder that this Friday, just like every other Friday, I will be live over on Facebook at 4pm UK time, 11am Eastern, 8am Pacific, giving you some completely free coaching. Now, the way it works is if you head over to excellence-expected.com forward slash free coaching, you can sign up. You can be notified when that session is live. And if you do sign up for that session, what happens is as well, you'll get all of the resources that I send out after any kind of session that we have. If anyone brings anything up or if there are any resources that I throw in there, you'll get those as well. So head to excellence-expected.com forward slash free coaching and just get signed up for that next session. We do some amazing things on each one of these sessions and we really help people define, challenge and conquer the biggest issue that they're having in the business this week. So please do come and join us. All right. So how do I know if I'm cut out to be an entrepreneur? Do you know, there's a really good friend of mine, Mr. Adam Farah. Anyone that's listened to volume one of Excellence Expector will remember Adam. We spoke at length on an interview on volume one and Adam actually joined me uh, for another session on the straight talking guide to launching your first product. He's now CTO at Zazu Africa. And we, we often have conversations about whether it's nature or nurture that makes people an entrepreneur. And being completely honest, you know, this comes up quite a lot. I've had the conversation with Tim Elliott. I've had the conversation with Mr. Ducker. I've had the conversation with Dan Moore and Kai Wilkinson up at Hacksaw. And it does come up a heck of a lot. But the answer's not that straightforward. Is it nature or is it nurture? And very specifically, the reason that I wanted to address this is that we're often told that being an entrepreneur is this black and white thing. It's this, you either are or you aren't. But ultimately, it's not about whether you are or you aren't. It's about really nurturing your education, nurturing whether or not you have the skills that you need to execute something at any given time, just in time learning. So you don't need to acquire all these skills just in case you need them in the future. It's about your attitude towards learning things and being able to execute on something. But also, this is perhaps where the nature comes in a little bit more. It's your inbuilt, in my mind, it's your inbuilt approach to risk. People who create multiple businesses and, and do generally all right in those multiple businesses, <clears throat> excuse me, ordinarily have a pretty high tolerance of risk. They've got a pretty high tolerance of, well, if this goes wrong, we'll just, you know, we'll try something else or we'll pivot or we'll, we'll, we'll try the next iteration of something. Now, this is why I wanted to blow this out of the water. It's not about, it's not about whether you are cut out to be an entrepreneur. Everyone, I believe, has it in them to start their own business. Now, 
in my mind, you shouldn't even be chasing the tag entrepreneur. All you should be doing is doing the work and getting it out there and trying to make some money and be happy doing it. Okay. If you can keep doing that, and if you can do that repeatedly, sure, sure, people might call you an entrepreneur, but don't chase that tag. Instead, this is why, again, why I wanted to blow this out of the water. You've got to find, you've got to find the pace of change that suits you. Okay, and I'm going to talk about pace of change a little bit more on one of the other episodes, but it's about finding the pace of change that suits you. If you've got an attitude towards risk that means that you like a safety net, okay, you're going to hear, you hear and see all these motivational quotes saying, if there is a plan B, then you don't believe in your plan A enough. That's brilliant. That's brilliant until you've got no money. <laughs> you've got to have some kind of plan B, whether that's savings whether that's another client base. But think about it this way. The worst case scenario is you always go back to what you're doing now. You can always go back to this. So actually your attitude to risk, you can approach that slightly differently. So what I would challenge you to do is think not in terms of black and white. Can I be an entrepreneur? Yes or no. It's more like, actually, what steps, if I'm in my job now, do I need to take to make sure that if I try to be an entrepreneur or start my own business or create my own product. If I do that, what have I got in place to make sure that my family can still eat? What have I got in place to make sure my mortgage is still paid? That's not, that's not you not believing in your plan A. That is you being sensible. Now I know some people that move from being freelance designers, for example, thinking of a chap called Nick Gill at Remix Creative, as I'm, as I'm saying this, who spent three years building up a client base on, on the side of his current work, saved up enough money that he could pay six months of his mortgage. Then he made the jump. That is not him not believing in his plan A. That's him making sure that mentally he's not worrying. Physically, he can, ho- he can always pay his mortgage. That's him giving his plan A the best chance of success possible. That's not not believing in your plan A. That's you giving plan A the best possible chance of success. So think about it in different terms. If people are saying to you, well, you've not really, you know, that's not really you, is it? You don't really have that in you. You're not really cut out to be an entrepreneur. Or if you believe that, if you've got some imposter syndrome kicking in, if you're reading all these motivational quotes saying you've got to jump and it's got to be this big, scary thing. Let's challenge that. Think, what are your stepping stones? What's your pace of change? What are the milestones you need to achieve to make sure that you're transitioning into your own project, into your own side business, into your own world of entrepreneurship is as smooth as possible and that makes sure that your family and you can eat and pay the mortgage. Think about it like that. Don't think about it in black and white terms. So listen, you are cut out to be an entrepreneur. Of course you are. Everyone can do it. It's just about finding a rhythm and a pace that suits you. Believe in yourself. I believe in you. And if you're struggling, just give me a shout, mark, M-A-R-K, excellence-expected.com or come and join. Please come and join one of the free coaching sessions, excellence-expected.com forward slash free coaching. Now tomorrow, I am actually going to talk about pace of change a little more. So I'll see you tomorrow on episode 67. And do not forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel. Bye-bye.